Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon as my feet touch the floor today, one mission. Well, it is good to be back, and thank you for joining me. I'm David Skidmore, and this is episode seven of Leader Growth with David Skidmore. I took a bit of time in the month of March to create new content, and I have to tell you, we have some amazing guests coming up. This podcast is committed to helping you overcome challenges and experience transformation. I know leadership can often feel difficult, complex, and overwhelming. At Leader Growth, we are committed to helping people and organizations overcome challenges and experience transformation. If you'd like to download the show notes to follow along with today's episode, you can find them at leadergrowth.us forward slash podcast. That's leadergrowth.us forward slash podcast. Let's go ahead and jump into content for today's episode. As a leader, you are facing a lot. You likely feel the pressure of needing to focus on your productivity, the results of this quarter, the impact of the previous quarter, the people you report to or have chosen to be accountable to, and then there are the little fires and sometimes big fires that happen on the day-to-day. On top of that, you have a life that includes challenges with family, sometimes drama with friends, the boards you may serve on the church or community functions that you're a part of, and then there's the aftermath of being in a global pandemic for the past two years. On top of that are the organizations you might volunteer with, the social or athletic clubs you're a part of, and you might be in an organizational setting that believes people should be available to respond anytime communication comes in, whether 4 a.m., 1.30 p.m. right after lunch, or 11.30 at night. And then there is the challenge you face on top of all of this. And that is how to be a great leader of people. If it was just processes, you could crank those out quickly. But you're a leader, which means you are leading people, and people have problems. People get sick and people get cranky. Sometimes people are passive-aggressive. Others are just aggressive-aggressive. Some have decided they don't want to be in the office at all after going to remote work, while others want to be in the office all the time. Some are struggling with their mental health, and others have family problems. And on top of that, you likely care deeply about your people, and you might be feeling let down, sad, and confused after having people you have loved to serve as their leader leave during the past six months, during the Great Resignation. There are a lot of reasons why you could be tempted to throw in the towel right now. On top of that, according to a recent Gallup survey, less than half of employees, 45%, feel strongly that their employer cares about their well-being. Like me, you hear the stats, like there are $322 billion of turnover and lost productivity costs globally due to employee burnout because employees have lost their sense of well-being. And if we're being honest, you might be feeling like you have lost your sense of well-being as well. A lot of the leaders I have talked to recently have communicated a sense of exhaustion and feeling overwhelmed. Now, here's the good news. Amidst all of this, you are here. And since you are here, I believe this about you. You value your growth as a leader. You prioritize your development as a leader. We could talk about a few different things that could feel like maybe they'd make seismic shifts. After all, when things are difficult, we often want relief and we want a big change to happen. 
Today though, instead of talking about something that looks big, we're talking about something that feels so small, we could skate past it. This foundational aspect might be thought of by some as too small to focus on. And yet this small key is massively important to your leadership. Some people might say, well, yeah, leaders should just know how to do this. What is it? It's becoming the kind of leader people love. Why do you want to be the kind of leader people love? Because people are excited to show up and partner with a leader they love. Before we get into the keys of this, first, I want to share this story. On December 26, 1960, the Philadelphia Eagles defeated the Green Bay Packers 17-13 to to win the NFL championship. At the time, they didn't even call the game the Super Bowl. The loss was crushing to the Packers and their legendary coach, Vince Lombardi. A few months later, at the start of training camp in July 1961, Vince Lombardi walked into the locker room, held up the old pigskin in front of his team, and said, Gentlemen, this is a football. Vince Lombardi didn't start the 1961 season with the playbook. He began with the most foundational aspect of the game itself, the football. A few months later, the Green Bay Packers defeated the New York Giants 37-0 to win the NFL championship. What did Lombardi do? He took the team back to the basics. With so many challenges and complexities in leadership today, what if we decided to go back to the basics? What if today we hold up the pigskin and simply say, this is a football and this is the key to being able to to play the game, the key to being able to lead well. So what do I mean by that? Well, here's the foundation. Leadership is about guiding another person towards a destination. Leadership is about impacting lives. Leadership is about helping other people play a significant role, being part of a team and accomplishing goals together. So what are you and your team experiencing together? Are you all experiencing more joy or more frustration? More rest or more weariness? More transparency or more vague communication? More hope or more despair? More peace or more strife? Today, let's go back to the basics and talk about what it means to be the kind of leader people love. If you want to be the kind of leader people love, then start with kindness. Yes, today we are talking about the importance of kindness as a leader. You might have heard someone say, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. You might be afraid that if you are kind, people are going to walk all over you. Kindness is not weakness. Kindness is strength. One of the strongest leaders in the history of our nation said this about kindness. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's President Theodore Roosevelt. What do we know about kind leaders? Here are two things. First, kind leaders are safe people. Second, kind leaders create safe spaces. Let's start with the first part. Kind leaders are safe people. Have you ever had a leader who had all the answers but didn't have empathy? Eventually, what they say begins to sound like condescending noise. They might be right, but you didn't feel connected to them. In fact, if you didn't feel like they cared about you, it's likely that you felt disconnected and possibly distrusting of them as time went on. 
I remember one job when I was working in a large corporate organization that treated their people like cogs in a wheel. The only time they remarked on my work was when I did it wrong. People were consistently frustrated, the morale was low, and the one good thing people said about their job was at least the benefits were good. That's why people stayed on. I moved to another large corporate entity soon after. My leaders there would constantly ask how my life was going, how my family was doing, what my dreams were, and often in our one-to-ones, they would ask me about everything in my life except work. As time went on, I trusted them more and more and wanted to bring my best to help others there. When the leaders of the second organization gave me feedback on how I could do something better, I listened to them. Even if I felt myself disagreeing, I listened to their feedback better than I did the first leader. Why? I knew they cared about me because kind leaders are safe people. Secondly, kind leaders create safe spaces. Kind leaders don't just choose to be a safe person for someone to connect with. Kind leaders will go the extra mile to make sure people's well-being is taken care of. As we already said, less than 45% of U.S. workers strongly believe their organization cares about their well-being. Well-being affects employee engagement. Kindness can have real benefits for our mental health and well-being. In April of 2020, the Mental Health Foundation worked with YouGov to conduct an online survey of over 4,000 adults age 18 plus in the U.K. They found that 63% of UK adults agree that when other people are kind, it has a positive impact on their mental health, and the same proportion agree that being kind to others has a positive impact on their mental health. Being kind doesn't just help other people's mental health, it also helps your own. It is true, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Kindness is good for others and it is good for you. Kind leaders will be a safe person for others and create safe spaces for others. And it is true. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. So how do we become kind leaders? While there are many steps you could take, I want to start at the foundation. And let's make this simple. There are a lot of different steps you can take to become a kind leader, but I want to give you four basics that you may already be familiar with, but you can quickly apply these to your life and leadership. Number one, stand up straight and smile. When you stand up straight, you are conveying that you're confident. When you smile, you convey that you're warm. Some leaders won't smile often because they want to keep a distance between the team they lead and their own self. When tensions are high, a simple smile can change things. I remember a few years ago, one of my mentors told me he changes marriage through smiling. Before that point in his life, he didn't smile at people. He just didn't consider himself a smiley guy. One day though, he decided his marriage needed a bit more warmth, so he walked up to his wife in the living room and said with a big smile, hi, how are you? And then he just smiled at her. She looked at him and said, what are you doing? He said, I'm smiling, I like you, and I'm smiling because I'm happy to be with you. She was taken aback because she knew he wasn't a smiley guy. She looked at him and said, stop it. This is weird. The next day, though, he walked in with a smile and said, hi, how are you? And he smiled at her. And she responded a little more warmly. And over the next few weeks and months, he continued to smile at her. And 
she started smiling at him, and their marriage became a lot more warm. Years later, they're smiling all the time, and when you're around them, you can't help but smile. A smile is contagious positivity. A genuine smile builds warmth. They've even done studies that show when a person is smiling when they are talking on the phone, you can feel that they are smiling. It changes their tone and creates a warm feeling for people. You might say, I'm not a smiler. Well, it might be time to start smiling. American author, poet, and civil rights activist Maya Angelou said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. When you smile, you're changing how people think you feel about them. And when you smile, you'll start feeling different about people. If you want to be a kind leader, be a warm leader. Stand up straight and smile. Let them know you're excited to see them. If you don't believe me, just try it. Start smiling for the next week and watch people on your team start smiling back at you. Oh, and by the way, when you smile, your brain releases tiny molecules called neuropeptides to help fight off stress. So when you smile, you're actually helping yourself and your team feel less stressed. When you start smiling, your team will start smiling too. The second key to becoming a kind leader is this. Ask questions and listen. Ask questions and listen. One of the ways you can become a kind leader is to ask questions and listen. Leaders who are curious about others reveal their kindness through the questions they ask. They know their people and understand the challenges happening in the lives of their team members. They don't just ask questions to let their mind wander, but they actively listen to what their people are saying. It is kind to ask someone's perspective on ideas and organizational challenges as well. Sometimes leaders walk in with such a clear idea of what they want that they don't allow their team to speak into the idea. They view the role of visionary as COOI, chief and only officer of ideas. In other words, all the great ideas have to come through them. Unfortunately, they miss out on offering the kindness to their team members of listening to their ideas because they're treating team members more as those who can fulfill their ideas and complete their tasks. While task-specific delegation is part of leadership, great leaders become better when they're curious about other people's ideas. The best ideas are those that can withstand robust disagreement and are usually shaped through multiple people sitting at the table. Not just that, but the best changes made in an organization often come through the kind process of listening to the challenges people in the organization face. Sometimes the challenge they face isn't the challenge you think they are facing. Asking questions gives them the dignity to share their challenges, and it also helps you lead them to the other side. We talked about this in episode five with Frank Smith when he said, if you're not listening, you're not leading. So if you want to become a kind leader, the kind of leader people love, ask questions and listen. The third thing is this, say please and thank you. When you say please, you're sharing kindness with someone. You're turning demands into requests and simply affirming the dignity of another person by doing so. The word please is a polite request, but don't just say please when you ask for something, say thank you on the other side. Leadership and motivation expert Zig Ziglar said, take time to be kind 
and say thank you. It is amazing how much is unlocked through simple words like please and thank you. It is also amazing how often leaders don't stop to say thank you. Some leaders believe the only thank you their team deserves is the paycheck. But that isn't kindness and that doesn't build a positive relationship with your people. Thank you unlocks connection in a relationship. There is an incredible power that gratitude brings into your life. When you look people in the eye and say thank you, you are telling them that you see what they have done or said and you appreciate their contribution. As Charles Schultz had Charlie Brown say once, what if today we were just grateful for everything? Well, Charlie Brown is onto something because gratitude unlocks joy in our hearts, kindness in our relationships, and wellness at home and at work. So number three, say please and thank you. If you want to become the kind of leader people love, if you want to become a kind leader, here's the fourth key. Encourage. I have an older friend who has been leading leaders for over 60 years. Some people know him as their coach. I met him when I was 25 and he introduced himself as my CEO. And before I could say, what do you mean? We don't even work together. He said with a smile and twinkle in his eye, I'm the CEO because I'm the chief encouragement officer in your life. Over the next decade, that's what he did again and again. Sometimes he encouraged me by pointing me back towards my strengths as a leader. Sometimes it was the encouraging words he would share after I gave a message. And other times it was a simple moment when he would say, you know what? God has great plans for your life. He had seen enough people in their 20s and 30s to recognize when I needed a little bit extra encouragement. Kind leaders look to encourage their people. And here's a sad truth. A lot of people have never had someone believe in them. One of the greatest gifts you have as a leader is not just to give people an opportunity to grow, but also point to who they can become. As Stephen Covey says, leadership is communicating to another person their worth and potential so clearly they are inspired to see it in themselves. When you take on the role of chief encouragement officer, you're going to see the best in others and call out the gold inside of them. You will point not just to who they are, but who they can be and help them see the path to grow. Sometimes this will be a handwritten note. Sometimes this will be speaking directly to someone and telling them the great job that they're doing and also the potential that you see inside of them. Encourage people, encourage people, encourage people. Number four, encourage. All right, let's review. As a leader, you are facing a lot. Leadership often feels overwhelming. How do we lead people amidst the noise and confusion? How do we become the kind of leaders people love? We choose to be kind leaders. What do kind leaders do? Kind leaders choose to be safe people and kind leaders create safe spaces. How do we show people kindness? Here are four simple ways. Number one, stand up straight and smile. Secondly, we ask questions and listen. Number three, we say please and thank you. And number four, encourage. As President Theodore Roosevelt said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Maya Angelou said, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget 
how you made them feel. There are many things you can do to decide to be a kind leader. What is your leader growth step you will take today? You might say, I'm going to start smiling, or maybe you'll start writing notes of encouragement. Remember, your leadership transformation isn't just about what you think or say, but about what you do. So I want to say thank you for investing in your growth as a leader. You could be any kind of a leader. I hope you choose to be a kind leader as you impact people's lives. All right, well, that wraps up all the content for today's episode. Thank you again for joining me today for Leader Growth with David Skidmore. Would you take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast? As always, you can find the show notes for today's podcast online at leadergrowth.us forward slash podcast. And I would be so honored if you would share this podcast and the resources with your team, your friends and family. If you'd like to connect, you can find me on social media at I'm David Skidmore. I'll be back next week with a brilliant guest. Until then, love hard, live full and lead strong. Better with success, I got dues to pay. All good things, they come to those who wait. Yeah, what I left behind from trying to be great. Ain't no secret to success if you ain't working. If you ain't down to hustle, then you don't deserve it. If it came easy, probably go fast. Cause anything easy probably won't last. Hustle be talented.